đời sông núi anh em ta đáp đời sông núi quyết bảo vệ sang sang ta thể chết cho quê hương at host my radio it's on on every monday and every friday and host my radio welcome to the show thank you And welcome to the week episode of Team Cat on my radio day. Happy Friday, everyone. Hope you guys are having a great day. I hope you guys are staying safe. So that way you guys are not hurt on that day. So, it's almost the end of January. So it's quite, it's getting pretty quick, actually. It's gone by pretty, pretty fast, you know. But uh, it's not, it's not, it's not going to go too quick. But at the same time, we have to keep up with what we're doing. So it's going by fast and we have to do it quickly like in a snap you have to do it immediately now otherwise it's not gonna be good so respect so I expect everyone to I expect everyone to you know get everything together do your assignments finish them up and then hopefully and then hopefully leave it at that but also also make sure that you guys are keeping up with everything and also make sure you're doing it every Monday and Friday for our podcast but about the pot, about the radio show, I'm still planning if I'm gonna do it on Monday or or Wednesday, cause that's the only day I'll be available for school. And if you guys want to put that up, I might try to put that on my Instagram page to let to tell everyone, hey, if if we want to do that or not, and I might find right some people. All right, let's get into our podcast. Let's get into what we're gonna be talking about. So, Hong Kong police, what controversy that these um terrorists have been doing so far. Hong Kong police shoots unarmed Peng Chau, um, Peng Chau people, Peng Chau man doing a noise complaints frascas. A 43-year-old man is in a critical conditions after he was shot by an officer three times on Peng Chau on Tuesday. They better not say, oh, this and that. Two police officers will respond to a noise complaint. Of course, it's a like routine, so it's well, it's not routine. It's obviously common. Voice complaint. You know, the police go over there, tell them, hey, keep it down. Um, then, you know, and then, then maybe, okay, there you go. If you don't obey, well, tell them to go obey. At a Wingong Street unit on an outlying island, police said the Filipino man who was unarmed turned emotional before pushing, then assaulting an officer with his hands. The man was was sent to Pamela Yode Nez. Nelson Eastern Hospital by helicopter in a conscious state, suffering from gunshot wounds to the hand and abdomen. Two male police officers also sustained minor injuries during the incident and were sent to Rutan G Hospital by helicopter. When police officers sped, um, sped to see, um, to see and conduct investigations, a foreign man suddenly turned emotional, suddenly assaulted a male police officer with his hands, pushing him down the stairs, chased him, and attempted to assault him again, the police press release said on Friday. Facing his threat to life, the police, the male officer, gave verbal warnings to the foreman, but in vain, and subsequently fired three shots at him. Another 33-year-old Filipino man was arrested and detained for, assault, for allegedly assaulting and obstructing police officers. At a Wednesday press conference, police defended the decision to open fire in this situation. 
officers followed out use of force guidelines, acting Marine Police Superintendent Al-Gyunki said, said according to RTHK. After the initial probe, we feel that the colleagues may indeed feel his life was under threat, and he may be seriously in, uh, seriously wounded. It was suitable for him to use his gun. I'll added that the suspect was one 1.8 meters tall and ignored warnings. The officer who fired the shots had been in the force for 35 years, and it was the first time he fired his weapon, police reportedly said. It's rare for Hong Kong police to use live ammunition, it's even rarer on normal sleepy, um, sleepy outlying island of Peng Chou. Of Peng Chow. Live ammo was used twice during the 2019 pro- protest, and in March 2009, Dil um Limbu, a unarmed policeman, was shot to de- shot dead by a policeman in Ho Mang Ting. The incident caused a public outcry amongst the South Asian community. After a court, after a coroner ruled his death was a lawful, was a lawful killing. The regional crime unit at Marine is investigating the Pangcho case. Case police have urged witness to come forward. Really? Come over? I'm pretty sure the police. I'm pretty sure the people who's defending um, the police is just gonna be enough police officers if I'm, if I'm, if I'm correct. Like if the like yeah like the police is gonna do anything about oh they have the rights to shoot them. I don't think, I don't this has always been a problem already with with the with the police itself. No thanks to those guy who actually those police who actually did it anyway. Beijing says COVID nineteen deaths down by almost eighty percent. I wonder. A number of daily COVID nineteen deaths in China fallen by nearly eighty percent. Since the start of the month, authorities said. A sign that the country's unprecedented infection surge may have started start to abate. A wave of virus cases have washed over the world's most populous nations since Beijing's abruptly ended its zero COVID policy last month. Beijing figures are believed to only represent a fraction of the true toll, giving China's narrow definition. Of a, of a COVID death and official estimates that sways of the populations have been affected. The CDC last week said nearly 13,000 people have died from COVID-related illnesses between January, between January 13th and 19th, adding to a previous announcement that around 60,000 60, people have succumbed to the virus in, in hospitals in just over a month. Recently, local governments' announcements and media reports have indicated that the wave may have started to recede since peaking in late December and early January, when hospitals and crematoriums were packed. There were 896 deaths attributable to the virus in hospitals on Monday, a decline of 79% from January 4th. China, um, China Center for Disease Control and Prevention (CDC) said in a statement on Wednesday. Severe cases in hospitals also dwindled to 36,000 36, mon- on Monday by Monday, representing a 72 percent drop from a high of from 128,000 on January 5th. The CDC said the announcement came out during China's biggest public holiday, the Lunar Year, with authorities. Previously, war- uh, warning that the 
uh, periods of mass travel and social gatherings may trigger a renewed spike in infections. As, it, as of Tuesday, around 664 million trips have been taken nationwide during the Lunar New Year. During the Lunar New Year travel period, um, state broadcast CTV report citing official figures. Now, it's citing official figures from the government. It's not. It's not from. An, it's from, not from actual experts that actually talk about this. So obviously, we don't know if the case is actually true. It sounds. It could be false. It could be anything like that. Sedition case against Portuguese men adjourned to March, which is in just two months for transfer to higher Hong Kong court. The case against a Portuguese man charged under Hong Kong sedition law had been adjourned until March, when the court will handle its transfer to a higher court. He was arrested on suspicion of conspiring to commit seditious acts through an online post and advocating for Hong Kong independence. Joseph John appeared in front of Principal Magistrate, Magistrate Peter Law at the West Kowloon Magistrate's Courts on, Tuesday, on Thursday, the four-year-old stands accused of taking part in a conspiracy involving publishing, making available, and or continue to make available statements and photos on Facebook, internet websites, Twitter, Instagram, and Telegram with additional intentions. During Thursday, during Thursday hearing, law granted the prosecution six weeks to prepare to transfer the case to the district court. John's next appearances is in court is scheduled for March 9th. The defendant was arrested on November 1st last year and has been denied bail since his first appearance in court. The police said John had published seditious, seditious social media posts on multiple occasions, started start a crowdfunding campaign for military expenses, and launched petitions on foreign government websites to call for support for Hong Kong independence by military deployment. Local media report that John was a member of the London-based Hong Kong Independence Party, which is basically which is basically a party that's actually not in Hong Kong, but it's in Britain, and is also um, chaired by a Hong Kong person. But the thing is, does he have a right to express? Yes. Look at Scott. Look at the UK. Scott. Scottish people who support independence, they get to express it. Yeah, like if, yeah, yeah, but they're gonna respect it. Hong Kong ex district councillor, we did mention that last time in the, in the podcast. Granted bail pending sentencing for attempt fraud and violating election laws. A former Hong Kong district councillor had been granted bail pending sentencing after after pleading guilty to attempting fraud and violating election laws. Chang Kamwing, Kamwing, who was a Tin who is a Tin Mon district councillor, appeared at the Eastern Magistrates Court in front of Magistrate Edward Wong on Thursday. He has been reprimanded and custody remanded in custody for over two weeks after pleading guilty to engaging in corrupt conduct to lodge false and more misleading election returns and attempt fraud. According to the prosecution, the former district council attempted to defraud the government of $24,000 in September 2020 by claiming that the amount was used to hire three electoral assistants for the upcoming legislative council election. Tan's lawyer told the court on Thursday that he Instead, used the money to buy anti-epidemic supplies for the community in view of prolonged COVID-19 pandemic, as well as district councilor's limited finances. Tung, uh, the lawyer also said that Tung, 
was very remorseful, and there was a great possibility that he would not be able to continue his work as a registered social worker because of the case. In view of Tang's positive background report, as well as the consequences that the defense may have, would have to face, the barrister asked the magistrate to consider a suspended sentence or a community service order. Wong said that while he was he would normally consider a prison term for such cases, taking Tang's guilty plea, and the fact that he it was his first offense to, into account, the court would adjourn sentencing pending a a community service report. Magistrate also cited the comments of a probation officer, who said that Tang has not committed defense for his own for his own personal gain, and that the defense have reflected upon his mistake and was regretful of disappointing his voters. Of course, if you have if you did something, you admit it, right? Unless it's the government who actually forced you to do it, then that's a different story, right? Because he's the person who actually fights for, he actually fights for his own people, he fights for his own voters, right? That's what they he should be. That's what he's focusing on. And the wife and great job. The Wi-Fi is already out. Yeah, it's not great. So I guess I can sit here and you know, have a conversation with you guys, right? And yep, Wi Fi's back, so let's get back to it. Dozens of COVID protesters still behind bars in China, NGO says. Dozens of demonstrators are still, in det- are still detained in China after taking part in a widespread protest against the government last year. Human Rights Watch um, Human Rights Watch said Thursday that adding that the whereabouts of some remain unknown. Protesters gathered in cities across the country in November to call for an end to China's hardline. Um, zero COVID restrictions, in some cases, also demand greater political freedoms. The ruling Communist Party abolished its virus containment strategy the following month, after which a wave of infections caused a spike in hospitalizations and deaths. Campaigners and media outlets have reported in recent weeks that Chinese authorities have quietly detained an unknown number of protesters, including university students and journalists. On Thursday, Human Rights Watch urged Beijing to immediately release and drop all charges against everyone detained for participating in a white paper protest referencing the blank sheets held in defiance of state censorship. Young people in China are paying a heavy price for daring to speak out for freedom and human rights, said Yachu Wang, senior China researcher at the U.S.-based NGO. Governments and international institutions around the world would show support and call on the Chinese authorities to release them immediately. China's, China's government and state media apparatus have recently have made scant acknowledgments of the protests, some of which occurred in major cities such as Beijing and Shanghai, and have not directly mentioned the detentions. But an oversight body for domestic law enforcement said on November that it would crack down on illegal criminal acts that disturb social order, and a possible Warning to demonstrators. Security services appear to have moved swiftly in the wake of the unrest. Participants' friend, family and uh, participants' friends and relatives confirmed to AP that several arrests subsequent, subsequently took place. One mother and her and said her child, an LGBT activist, was held for thirty days before being released on bail. The whereabouts and legal status of other demonstrators remain a mystery. Human Rights Watch said. They include 26-year-old Chao uh, Jixing, an editor, an editor at a publishing house, 
who was taken into custody after attending a vigil for the victims of a deadly fire in the in Xinjiang province, which triggered for which became a trigger for unrest. In a pre-recorded video uploaded to social media about after dissension, Chao Chao said that several of her friends have also has also had also been detained and could not be contacted. Don't let us vanish from this world. Don't let us be take. Don't let us get taken away or convicted for crime arbitrarily, she said. The campaign group Chinese Human Rights Defender said last week that the number of known detentions probably indicate tip of the iceberg, warning that the demonstrators are at high risk of enforced disappearance and torture, which it happens on multiple occasions. So this is the biggest, biggest fear that this happens. <laughs> Terrible playbook. Beijing and Hong Kong slammed U.S. diplomats' criticism of national security interpretation. <laughs> of course, this interpretation is very vague, so what do you expect? The U.S. Consul General to Hong Kong arbitrarily twisted and int intentionally smeared Beijing's interpretation of the national security law. The Hong Kong government has said the comments that came after the U.S. the American diplomat raised concern over the security law in a recent decision from China's top decision-making body. <laughs> Gregory May, um, U.S. Counsel General to Hong Kong and Macau, criticized the Senate Committee of the National Group's Congress interpretation of the national security law, which confirmed that the city's leader and national security committee could decide on whether foreign lawyers can take part can take part in national security cases. The interpretation could further undermine the independence of Hong Kong's judiciary system, May said on Wednesday in a forum organized by the, by the Center for Strategic and International Studies. The consul, the consul, gen, consul general, said that the interpretation was a concerning development for the rule of law, and and that and that expanded Hong Kong's executive branch authority to make decisions affecting cases without judicial judicial oversight. The United States will continue to call on the People's Republic of China to abide by its international obligations and commitments with respect to Hong Kong. To cease its dismantlement of Hong Kong's democratic institutions, autonomy, the rule of law, said May. We call on mainland and Hong Kong authorities to release immediately and drop all charges against individuals unjustly detained in Hong Kong and to respect human rights for all. Of course, the Hong Kong government, they gotta say something, right? They're not gonna, they're not gonna sit here and, you know, start, you know, start pandering anybody, right? The Hong Kong government, in a statement issued late, Issued late on Thursday afternoon, they condemned condemned and object and objected to May's criticism and said that the interpretation would not harm the independence of Hong Kong courts. This legislative interpretation issued by the Com Standing Committee of the National People's Congress does not directly deal with an action with an actual legal case. With clarified meanings of relevant legal regulations, the problem of harming the independent judicial power and final adjudication of Hong Kong's courts does not exist at all, the statement read. The chief executive would not replace the court in resolving other dispute in case in cases, nor would be would he be making rulings from courts, the government says. Even though the even though the National People's Congress have already said it. The NPC have already said that they have the rule. So, I don't know who's right or wrong here. Following May's speech, the Commission Office of the Chinese Foreign Ministry of 
Foreign Ministry in Hong Kong. Of course, I gotta say something again, right? This is from the Chinese Foreign Ministry. That's in Hong Kong. She has statement on Thursday to strongly disapprove and deplore the Consul General's comments. May vilify Hong Kong rule of law and freedom. Show support for anti-China forces in Hong Kong and talk down Hong Kong's development prospect, which only exposes his sinister intention of disrupting Hong Kong and containing China, the statement read. Which is something that they always said every time. They always, always said that. Helping anti-China forces. You mean anti-CCP forces. That's the truth. Anti-CCP forces. We urge the relevant U.S. officials to revisit the lessons of the past and to not be the Aunt Sally with a terrible playbook at at hand. The harder the actors play, the sooner they find themselves humiliated. You realize we can talk about it, right? Citizens can talk about it, but you can't in China? What's wrong with you? The 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 NPCSC issued a legislative interpretation of the Beijing's imposed security legislation last month. After Chief Executive John Lee invited Beijing to sign, whether overseas councils not qualified to practice in Hong Kong should be allowed to participate in international security cases. The issue arose after pro-democracy media tycoon Jimmy Lai sought to hire King's counsel, Timothy Owen, to represent him in a now-adjourned trial. Lai has been accused of two counts of conspiracy to collude with foreign forces and one count of collusion with foreign forces under the Beijing-imposed law. The Abu Dhabi founder is also facing one charge under colonial era law over allegedly seditious publications. Last October, Hong Kong High Court granted an application to admit Owen in the trial despite objections from the state's bar council and the Secretary for Justice. The Court of Appeal and Court of Final Appeal then rejected the three subsequent attempts from the Justice Secretary to bar Owens from the trial. Following the decisions from the top court, in the in November, Lee invited Beijing to to consider issue to consider issuing an interpretation. While the MP, MPCSC interpretation did not rule directly on whether on whether foreign lawyers were allowed to take part in the national security cases in any form, it confirmed that the chief executive and the committee for safeguarding national security had the power to make the decision. The National Security Committee, following interpretation, held a meeting early this month and urged the government to amend the legal legal practitioner ordinance as soon as possible in order to bar Owen. I don't know what to scare about far because they're because he knows what is going on than they do. So he's not so the lawyers to so the obviously the King's Council, which is Mr. Owen, is not that idiotic. <laughs> so for him, he's smart. So that lawyer is more that um King's Council is a little bit smarter. So COVID nineteen about Hong Kong, what about it? COVID-19, March or April, ideal time to drop mask rule, top Hong Kong health expert says. <laughs> a top Hong Kong microbiologist has said March or April, when the weather turns warmer, would be an ideal time for the government to scrap its mandatory mask order, one of the state's last remaining COVID-19 policies. <laughs> Yin Guang-yum, who head the mi- microbiology department of the university, at the University of Hong Kong said on commercial radio show on the commercial radio show on Thursday morning that daily ep- temperatures in the spring would be over 20 degrees Celsius by which time by which time the virus would be weaker and our inflammatory response less serious then we can take off our mask Yun said 
although he advised elderly people to still wear a mask during winter months. Hong Kong has maintained strict COVID-19 rules for three years, announcing a string of relaxations, including axing isolation orders for COVID patients from next, from next Monday and scrapping a policy that requires proof of vaccination to enter restaurants in recent, in recent weeks. They followed the nationwide easing of restrictions in mainland China for early December. Public opinion on whether the station dropped its compulsory mask-wearing policy is mixed. One survey showing that 60% of the 40,000 respondents polled support the mandatory masking. Chief Secretary Eric Chan on Sunday that the government had no timetable for scrapping the mask rule. However, he said the city was eyeing for the removal of another COVID rule, a PCR COVID-19 test requirements for travelers going to mainland China amidst complaints that it was inconvenient. Quarantine-free travel between Hong Kong and mainland resumed early this month, and time, time for the Lunar New Year holiday, which began on Sunday. Hong Kong recorded 2,295 COVID-19 infections on Wednesday, and 27 related, and 27 related deaths. The daily caseload has fallen gradually since late December, when infections peaked at, at almost 30,000. To date, the city has seen more, has seen more than 2.86 million reported cases and 13,230 people who tested positive for the coronavirus had died. Hong Kong has mandated mask wearing in all public places, including outdoors, since July 2020. A number of health experts have said that compulsory masking was not was not a rational rational requirement at the stage in the COVID-19 pandemic. The city is the one of the last remaining places in the world that still enforces a blanket rule on masking, a policy that many countries have long since dropped. Medical expert Lun Chi Chiu said on Wednesday that it would be best to wait two weeks until after after the New Year festivities are over to consider canceling the post compulsory mask order. Meanwhile, Yun warned on the Thursday radio show that Hong Kong could see a post mask wave of infections that could place severe strain on the, on the state's medical facilities. But we will have to endure the, this pain. Every country has in, has endured has endured this pain, he said. As I said back in February or March of 2020, this virus will not leave us. The microbiologist also called on the government to conduct a thorough inquiry into its handling of COVID-19. This year is the 20th anniversary of the SARS epidemic, Yuen said. Back then, we had an investi- independent investigative committee look into the government's responses. I think Hong Kong should do the same same this time. He had that there was a chance of the world seeing a third pandemic and that Hong Kong need needed to be well prepared. Oh yeah, well prepared when he opened up the borders back in twenty twenty. Okay, I remember that. I remember that. Okay, cool. Cool. Cool to the Hong Kong government for doing that. You know, these Hong Kong government are so naive, they don't even know what's going on anyway. Satirical images and protests related articles questioned in sedition, in sedition trial against Hong Kong outlet stand news. A former editor of the defunct independent outlet stand news, 
who had been charged under the Hong Kong Sedition Law, was questioned about satirical images published by the platforms as the trial against him continued. Stan News former chief editor Chun Pui Kung and former acting and former acting chief editor, editor Patrick Lam, both accused of conspiring to publish seditious publications, appeared at district court on Thursday as the prosecution entered its third its third day of Chum's questioning. New materials were presented by the lead prosecutor Lauren M on Thursday, including several satirical images published by Stan News. One from 2020 depicted an illustration of the coronavirus with the face of Chinese leader Xi Jinping surfing in the sea. Are you saying that President Xi is a vi- is a coronavirus mask? I say yes, it is. Chum said the images symbolizes how coronavirus first broke out in China and spread across the world like a tsunami. When asked if he agreed the images was biased, Chum said it was a common satire on the virus at the time. The graphic designer used the face of President Xi said he symbolizes China. I know some might think it was it might be would be troublesome to play with a political figure like this, but satire often uses the people in power as a symbol, he said. And also presented two arguments Two news articles on term on the term Wuhan virus being banned by U.S. President Joe Biden in 2021 to the court. Biden agreed the term triggered hatred against Asians in early sessions. Chung was questioned about that news use of the term. Signed two scholars from the University of Hong Kong's Faculty of Medicine, Chung said that the term was not considered inappropriate in early 2020. However, the outlet decided to drop the term in late 2021. Chung added. Three stand news articles featuring radical protesters from 2019, which were not amongst the 17 allegedly seditious articles admitted as evidence, were also presented to the court by the prosecution on Thursday. In two of the articles, a radical protester who claimed to be responsible for the violent attacks against the, poli- against the police was interviewed. He said he had drawn references from the Irish Republican Army when attempting to build an army with friends. The third was an interview with a scholar from Hong Kong U on ethics of radical protest. Calling the protest, protesters terrorists, lead prosecutor Laura mm, said the article showed how the idea of state subversion had emerged in the state before the implementation of the national security law. Despite mm, Chum said, said he had noticed a worrying trend of escalating violence in the 2019 protests. Ignoring the radicals doesn't mean they don't they didn't exist, Trump said, and that we, as a media outlet, were responsible for sparking discussions. <laughs> responsible for sparking discussions. Trump added that the outlet had, in, had included comments from two Hong Kong politics, politics scholars on the legitimacy of violent disobedience. The prosecution then, at, then questioned Trump extensively on a Outlet news, um, news features and an op a op ed which compared Hong Kong and Northern Ireland, including an interview with the former chairman of the Hong of the Hong Kong Bar Association, Paul Harris. According to Trump's earlier testimony, Stan News had accidentally published an op ed in May 2021, comparing the 2019 protests in Hong Kong with the Irish War of Independence. The controversial commentary triggered condemnations from the pro-establishment camp. Although Chum said it was taken down within three hours of publications. On Chum's lack of response to that condemnation, Chum said he was hanging out and responded 
because it was never an accident to publish the articles in the first place. Chun denied the accusations. He said, since Stan News received continuous and groundless criticism from across the board every day, and he thought it best not to respond and to let out work prove what kind of news new outlet we we uh, we were. Chun said. After discussing the newly submitted Stan News articles, Defense Counsel Audrey Yu expressed her concerns about the prosecution's extensive references. I'm afraid this is going to be seamless. These were irrelevant to the discussions about whether the 17 articles are seditious or not, you said. Gold White King, however, asked the prosecution to continue, as everyone has their own ways of questioning, and the articles could be relevant to the prosecution's closing statement. The trial will continue on Friday. We expect, and also clarification, a previous article of the of the article represents some of the evidence examined in the court as political comics, when in fact they were better described as satirical images. Thank you, Hong Kong Free Press, for clarifying for that. Otherwise, we will not know what's going on. And we'll make it quick for the first half. We're going to go to the second half. U.S. extends safe haven deportations protections for fleeing Hong Kongers. President Joe Biden on Thursday ordered a two-year extension of a program allowing Hong Kong residents in the United States, many of whom fled repressive Chinese rule, to stay beyond the expiry of their visas. The extension, just days before the program was due to run out, was likely to add to add um, um, to add to tensions between Beijing and Washington, already high over Taiwan trade disputes and Chinese backing for Russia. Biden said the United States is offering safe haven for, for Hong Kong residents who have been deprived of their guaranteed freedoms in Hong Kong. The further the United States' interest in the region, this furthers the United States' interest in the region, he said in a presidential memorandum. The United States supports the human rights and fundamental freedoms of the residents of Hong Kong. The People's Republic of China has continued to erode these those rights and freedoms. And as such, I am directing an extension and expansion of the deferral of removal of certain Hong Kong Hong Kong residents, Biden said. <laughs> Biden laid out what he described as Chinese Communist government's assault on Hong Kong Hong Kong's autonomy and undermining of remaining of remaining democratic institutions. This includes at least 150 arrests of politicians and, uh, and activists on a politically motivated national security charges such as subversion since 2020, with more than 1,200 political prisoners, he said. There are compelling foreign policies reasons to extend the visa clemency program, known as Deferred Enfor Enforced Departure, Biden said. The previous program was due to expire on February 5th, so... In coming days, it will start. It will start to expire pretty soon, so we don't know how long we're gonna. Uh, Hong Kong is gonna take. Hong Kong pro-establishment party calls for another round of five k dollar of five thousand five thousand dollars consumption five k consumption vouchers to boost the economy. Hong Kong's largest pro-establishment party. <laughs> has called on the government to hand out another $5,000 in consumption vouchers to stipulate to stimulate the economy. Speaking at the press conference on Thursday, the Democratic Alliance for Betterment and Progress of Hong Kong, Holden Chow, said that a, rec 
a recent survey showed that public confidence in the finances have fallen since since a questionnaire was la- was last done in June. Under this situation, we hope the government can distribute no less than five thousand dollars in electronic consumption vouchers. Chow said, "This can stimulate the economy, and many industries can benefit." The Hong Kong government has given handouts every year since 2020 in a bid to ease economic woes brought on by COVID-19. In 2020, the Hong Kong residents received $10,000 in the form of a transfer to the bank account. In the past two years, Sony has distributed $5,000 and $10,000 respectively to online payment accounts in an effort to encourage spending at local businesses. Last year, consumption vouchers were given to a non-permanent residence for the first time. However, migrant domestic workers were not eligible. It moved to activists called Heartless. Of course it's Heartless. The DEB's appeal comes ahead of the upcoming, upcoming budget speech, which will be delivered next month and outlines the city's major spending plans for the coming year. But it'll not be something, you know, some crappy white elephant projects. The handouts of the past three years were all announced during the spe- budget speech. Earlier this month, pro-establishment party Business and Professional Alliance for Hong Kong ha- said it had urged the government to again distribute $10,000 in consumption vouchers. Regina Ip, meanwhile, said on Monday that she did not think the city should give handouts this year. There was a, li- a limited effect on the economy when the $10,000 spending vouchers were given out again last year. The uh, government resources are limited, so they should invest it in the long-term development of Hong Kong instead, she said, but add the, the appropriate property measures are still needed. Last year, the Hong Kong gov- the government struck off suggestions from the public that the handout should be delivered in the form of cash rather than consumption vouchers, so that residents, particularly those with low incomes, could use them for expenses such as rent and bills. Asked by reporters at the Thurs- at the Thursday press conferences if the DEB believes that the story should ha- to issue handouts in the form of cash, Chow said past experiences show that consumption vouchers are were better. Consumption vouchers can ensure that the the money is used in the local markets, that industries such as sales, entertainment, and food and beverages can benefit, the lawmaker said. Financial Secretary Paul Chan said in a radio show on Sunday, that political parties had mixed opinions about whether the government should distribute handouts this year. He, sa- he said, he said, however, that he was aware that low-income families were struggling in the current economic climate. Many people from grassroots families have not seen their income increase significantly. They still face immense pressure in their finances and daily lives. He shut at it. So for those, here's the thing. For the government who to not give money, to not give um, you know vouchers to people like I don't know to people to many people like the domestic workers, that's freaking heartless, and you should be ashamed of yourself, government. This is so shameful that the government are doing this because you want to lot because here's the thing, they aren't they human too? According to them, no, they have no heart. So what do you expect? They're government. They can do anything they want. They can shame you if they want. You're the, like, uh, you're a domestic worker, so who cares? We don't, we're not gonna give you anything. Like, if they care. Like, if the, like, if the people, the government care about the, um, the people who actually, actually, uh, contribute to Hong Kong. Aren't these, uh, domestic workers all Hong Kong, too? They work. 
Some of them speak also English and Cantonese, so who knows? Why are you doing treating them like that? They're humans. And we'll be back on the second half. Welcome back. Hong Kong's outlet stand news name uh, name cards showed reporters' political stance persecute argue in a sedition trial. Former editor of independent Hong Kong media outlet on trial for sedition was asked whether stand news staff were yellow, a color associated with the city's pro-democracy camp, as persecution sought to depict the outlet as a political platform. Lead persecutor Laura mm, continued her questioning of Chum Pui Kung at district court on Friday. Chum's former acting chief editor Patrick Lam and Stan News parent company Stan, Stan accused of conspiring to publish seditious materials. <laughs> and on Friday, presented a double page spread from a print publication published by Stan News on 2020 asking the veteran journalist, Why did you use yellow as a background color of this page? Is it really is it really just a coincidence? In response, Chum held up another spread from the same publication that had a blue black background. I never thought about the meaning of the background color, but the fact you sing out the color yellow and yet leave out the color blue in this it is terrifying to Hong Kong media, Chum said. According to Chum, the publication was given out exclusively to stand news bloggers and paid subscribers, and featured content such as outlets, most viewed articles, and classic news graphics. And as Chum about the pages of publications that featured 30 graphics, which bearing four Chinese characters. Chum said they were they represented Stan News business card, adding that employees were allowed to customize the back of their name cards by using four Chinese terms. <laughs> and asked if Stan News staff were required to choose a phrase that represents their political beliefs. Your colleagues were all people with be- stan- believe in stances, isn't that right? And said, Chum said staff were not or- ordered to pick a phrase that aligned with their political stance. It's just a free space for them to, to, to reflect their personalities, principles, and interests. We're reading one of the business cards, a single spark, and said the sensitive phrase reminded her of a Spark Alliance, a defunct fundraising platform known for providing financial aid to pro- protesters during the 2019 protests and unrest. Chum in response said that he found Moon's association unexpected. And also highlighted other phrases, which can loosely translate as habit, responsibility, and going up and down together, saying that they were slowly originated during the 2019 protests. Chum, however, refuted Moon's interpretations. Different people's interpretation can be the worlds apart. It would be dangerous to establish a legal boundary for speech, allowing only one way to interpret it, and your interpretation was was subjective and spontaneous, Chum said. Even his interpretation wasn't able to reflect the true thoughts of his colleagues, he added. And asked Chum if all the reporters who worked at San News were yellow, after Chum refused to answer, saying he thought the question was too general. Judge Gwalt White King asked him to, if any outlets staff support the national security law. <laughs> I didn't ask them one by one if they support the law, Chum said. Couldn't you tell can you tell by their this conversations? Chum said said people could have different senses on various issues than using yellow and blue because of say with the pro establishment camp and was overly generalizing. But no one ever told you they support the police, right? Ms. Ask. No. 
but no one came up to me and suddenly told me they were against the police either. True. No one's going to tell you that anyway. You say everyone has their own political stance. Isn't it dangerous to report COVID news with a strong political stance? And ask. Anyone, everyone who cares about the welfare of the community would presumably form their own political opinions at some point, perhaps even you, Persecutum said. Persecutum. But does it but does it but does it necessarily mean their professionalism will be affected by the political opinions, Chum said. Chum said he believes his colleagues were professionally and were professional enough to keep the political beliefs from affecting their work. The trial will continue on February fifth. I don't know how long in the heck if they're gonna be how the heck are they even keep this going on, going and going, going, going. Why? 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 Seriously, I want to know why. What's going on? NGO raises question over racial and cultural insensitivity. As Filipino men shot by Hong Kong police, charged with assault. A Hong Kong NGO urged police to review guidelines on the use of force after an officer shot an, un- shot an unarmed Filipino man at Peng, Ch- at Peng Chow. And Peng Chow questioning also if racial racial and culture insensitivity have played a role in police actions. In a media statement sent on Thursday, Hong Kong's union said it was unlikely it was likely that the escalations of the event resulted in the use of a firearm in a case of misunderstanding and a problem with communications. The NGO's comments were made in response to the shooting on on Tuesday nights, which occurred when police responded when police responded to a noise complaint about a barbecuing gathering on a small island of Pangchou. The 43-year-old Filipino man who said police had appeared to be drunk allegedly put his hand on the police on the officer's neck and pushed him down the stairs. The officer then fired three shots. I don't know why he didn't fire a warning shot, which is smart. Which is smart if they fire a warning shot and not at him. Wounded the man in the arm and abdomen. The man was airlifted to pop to Palmeiro de Nerso, so um, Eastern Hospitals, where he underwent emergency surgery. He remains in the hosp- in hospitals in a serious conditions. On Thursday, he was charged with assaulting a police officer. His case was mentioned at the Eastern Magistrates Court on Friday, although he was not present. Of course, he's trying to recover from his in- from his from his from his, from his injuries. Hong Kong Unison, which advocate the rights of ethnic, ethnic minorities communities, urged police to provide racial and cultural sensitivity training to frontline officers. They also advised viewing guidelines on the use of force and how police um, deal with non-Chinese speaking persons, in particular or other persons who were uncooperative due to emotional, psychological, alcohol, or drug-induced conditions. Unless he has a weapon, that's a different story. <laughs> The NGOs also ask why the officers had fired so many shots. Do the actions of the man constitute a continuing threat that persists even after the firing of the first shot? Statement asked. <laughs> the use of live ammunition in, by Hong Kong police is rare, and the crime in Pangchou and and the home, home to a population of around just around six thousand, and is known to be the lowest to be the lowest of the city's outlying islands. Live rounds were used twice during the 2019 protests and unrest, and then in March of 2009, 
Dill Bahadur Limbu, an unarmed Nepalese man was shot dead by a police man in Homantine. The incident caused a public outcry amongst the South Asian community after a coroner ruled, by, ruled his death as lawful killings. The 43-year-old case was, had been adjourned to February 1st, which is in a couple of days. Police had to fan the officer's decision to open fire, saying he felt his life was in danger. His life was under threat. The man continued to chase and attack the officer on the streets, authorities said, and and did not respond to multiple warning verbal warnings. And in this situation, our officers followed our use of force guidelines, said Aoyunki, an acting Marine Police Superintendent, adding that the man was 1.8 meters tall. What does that do with anything? And a birdie bill. What does that do with anything? I mean, anybody could be tall. What does what the heck does that do anything with with the case that I'm talking about? <laughs> he had to use his hands to attack the officer. Police, police said, and that the force was investigating if he had any weapons. The police had appealed to anyone who witnessed the incident or had relevant details to come forward. Another thirty-three-year-old was arrested on suspicion of assaulting a police officer and obstructing police officers in the due execution of their duties. He has been released on bail pending for investigations. The police use of force came under scrutiny during the 2019 protest and investigation by the Hong Kong Independent Police Complaint Council, members of who are appointed by the chief executive, concluded that officers generally acted within guidelines, but there was room for improvement. Or in other words, we're going to deny it. We're not going to care about you. So... What are we talking about today? So, a chief editor, chief editor of Hong Kong's magazine Exclusive Characters, reportedly missing in mainland China. Chen Ming, chief editor of Hong Kong's magazine Exclusive Character, has reportedly been missing in mainland China for over four months. Ming Pao visited Chen's company register address in Hong Kong and was told by a man at the address who called his mother that. They cannot get in touch with Chen either. The police also told the newspaper that they did not receive any missing person reports linked to Chen. According to, Jer- to Jeremy's based poet Yang Lian, a Chinese Chen was has been arrested in China. The poet later told US back RFA that Chen Weibo, a a Chinese social that Chen's that Chen's Weibo a Chinese social media platform has stopped updating last September September twenty first. Yang also also said that he believed that Chen was in the firing line over the magazine reports of, of the COVID nineteen pandemic situation mainly in China, as well as publishing of what was seen as an article by so called foreign forces. <laughs> the poet also posted a photo of an edition of exclusive character with himself on a cover with the title Poetry is Poetry is the Enemies of Chains. Yang also also told RFA that he believed Chen was in trouble for raising concerns over the chain woman. The addition of exclusive characters with Yang on the cover referred to an infamous case of a rural woman chained up in a shack last Friday. Chinese officials vowed to launch and investigations after a video showing a woman in chains and same clothes in a freezing winter sparked an outcry. 
at the time, local authorities said that the woman that the woman's fifty five year old husband was suspected of illegal detaining her, and that the couple had eight children together. Four triggered outrage online and tense and tense debate about mental health and human trafficking in China. Why is this even happening anyway? Why are so many people disappearing anyway? Hong Kong. So two final reports for today. Hong Kong government initiates prosecutions against engineering firms, dance studio over a freak accident at boy band Mirror concert. We talked about this a couple of times, so we're gonna might as well talk about it. The Hong Kong government department had initiated prosecution against three companies involved a freak accident at a popular boy band Mirror concert last last July. The Labor Department said on Friday that upon complete completion of their investigations, it was found that the three companies engineering impact heaping law engineering impact heaping long staging uh stage engineering company and st- and studio dance company were suspected breaching ordinance related to operational safety and employees compensations. <laughs> Fifteen prosecution have been brought against the company. The case will be heard at Kowloon State Magistrate's Court on March 27th. The persecution came around came around six months after the incident, which saw a giant screen fall onto the dancer during a mirror concert at the Hong Kong Coliseum. One of the one of the dancer, Mo Li Kaiying, suffered a serious injury to his neck and was left at a risk of permanent paralysis. He's still being treated in hospitals, according to local media. The mirror concert at the Hong Kong Coliseum ticket for which were in high demands, was subsequently canceled. The Legion Cultural Services Department also said it would bar it would it would bar suspended installations at upcoming events. Last week, three people linked to the accident were charged with conspiracy to defraud. They were employed by engineer by Engineering Impact Limited, local media report. The trio were amongst five apprehended in November on suspicion of fraud and allowing objects to fail, objects to fall. Police said the other two people have been released unconditionally. Announcing the finding of investigations, of the investigations in November, police said it believed that Engineering Impact Limited purposely made a false declaration that the, it could secure a permit from the Leisure and Cultural Services Department to ensure that the series of 12 shows, of 12 shows went ahead of schedule. The biggest discrepancy between the actual weight of the equipment and the declared data was shown more than seven times, to- more, more, more than seven times, police said, which means it it probably is heavier than expected to be. Which means if it draws on you, you're screwed. You can possibly get killed from that, or possibly seriously injured because of it. Final report for today: Hong Kong doctor jailed over tw- over 2019 protest given suspended six months license for. Of evocation. <laughs> the organization that certifies Hong Kong doctors had ordered the six month removal of a practitioner's license, spent for three years after he was after he was jailed after he was sentenced to jail for participating in an unlawful assembly during the twenty nineteen protest and unrest. The disciplinary inquiry against registered doc, registered doctor Chung Chung uh, Chung Kai Chai was held by the medical councils of Hong Kong. On Friday, it it marked the first case of doctor of doctor's professional qualification was under review over offenses related to the 2019 protest. 
Chen was arrested during a, during a protest in Yulong's Yoho Mall 1 on Christmas Eve 2019, when he was still a medical student at the Chinese University of Hong Kong. He was one of white teachers that reads Major, Major and Revolution Rioters University, carrying a protest gear in his, back, in his backpack, including a yellow safety helmet, gas mask, and safety goggles. Chen was found guilty of taking part in an unlawful assembly and sentenced to and sentenced in October to 20 months in prison by a magistrate. By which time he had become a registered doctor, Chun Jerry's term was later reduced to 14 months after he went an appeal at the high court. During the mediation sessions at Friday at hearing, Chun said he did not violate a doctor's professional conduct and did not intend to provoke clashes between the police and the public, local media reported. Doctor added the nature of this offense was not a riot, and he did not use any violence or cause injuries to others. When handing down the judgment, local media reported that the head of the of Friday's inquiry panel, Grace Tang Liking, said Chung was a promising young doctor, had shown outstanding performances during his residency. However, Tang said the council must also consider the nature and the severity of the criminal offenses in question, as well as the public confidence in the medical professions. Parents then decided to delist Chung from the list of doc registered channel practitioners for six months, suspended for three years. I don't know how I don't know how they're gonna sustain for that. I don't know how long they're gonna take, but hopefully he gets his doctorate back because why not? He needs to be he needs to take care of uh, sick patients, guys. And I don't think um people participating in protests is wrong or anything like that. I don't think I don't think it's wrong. It's not wrong to do that. So I'm hoping that. Hong Kong could realize, oh, okay, um, let's just land back because there's no reason to arrest them. And what the U.S. Consul General do is see concerns of what the Hong Kong protesters are going through, hoping that the government can listen and not deflect and try to act like, and try to put, you know, excuses after excuses over everything. Thank you for tuning in, guys. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, make sure to do it every Monday and Friday for our breakup podcast. And also make sure you tune on our new radio show. Well, it's not new; it's already been there for quite a bit. For our rate, for our radio show in the future, hopefully I I might probably try to post this on Instagram, saying uh, telling you guys which uh, day you prefer, Wednesday or Monday. But who knows? It's it's just a thought out process to let you guys know about that. And thank you for tuning in, guys. And we'll talk more next time. This is Team Cal, my radio signing out. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Đã đầy sông núi, anh em ta đã đầy sông núi. Quyết bảo vệ sáng sáng ta thể chết cho quê hương. At host my radio, it's on on every Monday and every Friday. At host my radio, welcome to the show. Thank you.